You're listening to Maybe You're Like Me, the transparent musings of a God girl chasing after her purpose. Maybe You're Like Me is a podcast for dreamers and doers who take life's lessons and level up to look more like Christ. We'll connect through super relatable stories, growing pains, and aha moments that most of us share, just not always out loud. I'm your host, Alicia Watson, creative entrepreneur, playwright, author, wife, mother, daughter of the king, and so much more. And I can't help but to think that maybe you're like me. Hey, beautiful people. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Maybe You're Like Me. How are you? Me? I'm doing well. It's Monday. I'm feeling it. (laughs) I'm on a roll with implementation in my businesses and my personal life. I feel like there's progress being made and that's I'm here for that. I'm here for all of it. Um, I told you earlier this season that I've got goals in different area codes, area codes, <laughs> but really I do. And in order to reach these goals and keep my momentum, I have to utilize those routines and habits I talked about earlier. And I have to move. I have to move. Moving is hard for me. I'm a planner. So spontaneous makes me itch. I do sometimes enjoy when other people take me with them on their spontaneous adventures. I myself don't usually just jump out and do things. I don't just up and go. I don't just um, do lots of things without actually having thought it through. I need to examine a move from lots of angles, which is good. Preparation is good. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but on the other hand, it can sometimes lead to analysis paralysis where I think so much about it, about something that I lose the ability to make the move. I also have to be careful with this as a recovering perfectionist because it can sometimes lead to procrastination when everything doesn't line up the way I think it should. And that's the operative word, think, because I don't know. Sometimes the best way to find out though is to just go. And sometimes you have to jump first and build your parachute on the way down, as they said. And that's the season that I am in. So maybe you're like me and you're using what you got to get what you want. Hi, I'm Alicia. I'm not Ronnie from the 1998 movie, The Players Club. (laughs) And no, we're not going in that direction. But that line from that movie was a message for me then and it's one for me now. Sometimes we are not determined enough. Sometimes we are not creative enough. Sometimes we don't have enough moxie. Sometimes we need to be reminded that we are enough and that we have enough to get it done, whatever it is. Now, today, we can stop waiting for the conditions to be right, to be perfect, for the team to be right, for the doors to open, because sometimes we're supposed to go through the window. I say that to say, perhaps you experience everything you have experienced to take on whatever it is with the tools that you've already been given. So I have this little exercise for you. I want you to really ponder on this though. Maybe take out a journal or a piece of paper or put it in your notes or your memo on your phone and um, just really think about these things. The first question, what is your big dream or assignment that you know that you're supposed to be going after? The second question is, what do you think you need to make it happen? And the third question, what skills, resources, and connections do you currently have that can get the ball rolling right now? So to repeat, number one, what is your big goal or dream or assignment that you know you're supposed to be going after? Number two, what do you think you need to make it happen? And number three, what skills, resources, and connections do you currently have that can get the ball rolling right now? 
I want you to take a few moments and really think about it. And I invite you to think outside of the box. Set aside the notion of doing it quote unquote right and really focus on what it would take to get it done. You know, sometimes we believe that we need credentials, a co-signer, classes, better equipment or whatever before we can make the move to get to what it is that we know we're supposed to be getting to, whatever it is. We can put so much emphasis on the method that we miss the whole mission. You know what this reminds me of? Yes, yes, you know what this reminds me of. Saints and ain'ts alike knew this analogy was coming because this reminds me of David and Goliath. Most people know the story of David and Goliath, so I won't do a deep dive. But if you're unfamiliar with the story, you can read it in 1 Samuel 17, Old Testament in the Bible. What I want to point out was how impossible it seemed for David, basically a boy, to go against this giant of a man, a trained warrior who had been fighting since he was a child. Saul, the king at the time, was against this idea. But when David persisted, Saul offered his armor to David. David put it on, put on the sword around his waist, but it was ill-fitting. And he figured that he wouldn't be able to, to move the way that he needed to move to accomplish the task at hand. So instead, he took the weapons he knew, his staff, a sling, and five smooth stones that he just found there, and the skills that he had acquired while fighting lions and bears, defending his father's sheep. And he took one other thing, as it says in 1 Samuel 17, 45. David said to the Philistine, you come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hands and I'll strike you down and cut off your head. This very day, I will give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds and the wild animals and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. All those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves. For the battle is the Lord's and he will give all of you into our hands. David had moxie because he had the Lord behind him. He trusted God to protect him and to deliver Goliath and the Philistines into his hands and the hands of the Israelite army. So let me read verse 48 too. As the Philistine moved closer to attack him, David ran quickly toward the battle line to meet him. Reaching into his bag and taking out a stone, he slung it and struck the Philistine in the head. The stone sank into his forehead and he fell face down on the ground. So David triumphed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone. Without a sword in his hand, he struck down the Philistine and killed him. We're not much different than David. That thing that God is telling you to do, he's been preparing you for it too. You can apply the skills that you've acquired in one way to do something that he tells you to do that's totally unrelated. I'll give you an example. In college, I was co-captain of our hip hop dance team. One of my responsibilities included sitting with the producer to cut together the music for our set. I could tell him where to cut and how to create transitions because I understood music because I played the violin from fifth to 11th grade. When I started my videography company, I want to say <laughs> almost 10 years later, I was able to recall the technical aspects of what I had learned with the producer and use that to cut and mix the soundtracks for my productions. Because I'm familiar with that editing software now, it was easy for me to apply that skill to being able to edit this podcast. Another example, um, I've been in theater production for a while, acting, writing, directing, and most often stage managing. 
When my friends were getting married, they asked me and another stage manager friend to help them out. We weren't wedding planners, but we knew how to run a production from curtains open to close. So we used our theater experience and seamlessly coordinated their wedding like a production, like all the other productions that we have been a part of. Did we do it right? No, I don't think we did it quote unquote right, but it got done and it was beautiful and everything worked well and went seamlessly because we used what we did know to produce something that was similar to something that we'd already been doing. One of the questions that I get most often is what camera should I buy? The answer I usually give is to use your cell phone. I can't tell you how many people are so disappointed with that answer. I think sometimes people feel they need a fancy camera to make them look legit or professional or serious, but really, if you haven't at least tried to use your awesome camera that's on your phone, I can guarantee you that shiny new camera is going to sit in a box collecting dust. Or when they get the camera, they see how complicated it is and end up using their phone anyway. Like David, they realize it's easier and can be more effective to use the tool that they are already familiar with. Look, the equipment, the tools, the methods, the credentials, the cosign, the classes, all great, but none of them guarantee success. You have to do the work to even have a shot at success. Doing the work doesn't guarantee success either, but it allows you to know what works for you and what doesn't instead of speculating and theorizing. Don't blame your stagnation on what you don't have. That's rooted in fear. Instead, fail forward and figure it out. Don't place your faith in those things. Place your faith in God and remember that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him and who have been called according to his purpose, as it says in Romans 8.28. So go back to your list of questions and answers and really look back over your life and consider what skills you have to get it done. What skills do you have? Not what skills you need. Think outside of the box. You may think you need a sword and armor when a sling and a stone will do because you know how to use a sling and a stone. Don't miss the mission worrying about the method. I've had so many jobs in my lifetime. I, I, I mean, it's like at least 15. And I've had a lot of hobbies and interests that I've pursued. I'm a writer turned actor, videographer, entrepreneur, photographer, graphic designer, social media manager, author, podcaster. And I don't even think I'm done yet. I've worked in the government. I've worked in the corporate world. I work with children as a tutor, a cheer coach, and in youth ministry. I've worked retail. I've seen and done a lot, and I bet you have too. Everything that I've done and experienced has given me a unique set of skills and perspective that are just what I need to accomplish what I have been called to accomplish, or at least to get started. Go over your work and play history. Look at your networks and your connections. Compare what you need to do to what you've already done. Like David compared Goliath to those lions and bears that he had already defeated. They're not the same, no, but that didn't stop David from slaying all of them with the skills that he had in God's protection and favor. You have enough. You are enough. Use what you have to get what you want. Well, that's all I have for you today. If you're like me, I would love to hear from you. Reach out to me on Instagram at the Alicia Watson. Send a DM and let's chat. If you know someone who's like us, please share this episode with them. And if you're loving the podcast, I would truly appreciate it if you subscribed, rated, and reviewed. Let's play this week, okay? Okay. Bye.